Hi filmmakers, Jason Brubaker with Film Making Stuff where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California. I'd like to welcome you to the show. Today I want to talk to you specifically about film funding. A few weeks ago I sent out a survey to the 30,000 or so filmmaking stuff newsletter subscribers and I asked, hey, what's your biggest filmmaking challenge? The two biggest responses I get was film distribution and film funding. I went on to ask, hey, can you give me like some specifics about the challenge? And quite a few of you thankfully wrote back with some, you know, very specific needs um, that, that you have. And today I want to address one of those needs. One of, the, one of the big ones that came back is, Jason, how do I find prospective investors? Now, I want to be clear. I'm going to get into some stuff right now. Um, but I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a tax attorney, I'm not a financial advisor. Please, 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 before you make any action or, or go out for any investment dollars, please speak to the appropriate legal professionals. With that disclaimer behind us and that understanding uh, as a go, I'm going to hop into this right now. So I grew up in rural Pennsylvania, some of you might know that. And when I you know, first decided on my career as an adult, no other vocation appealed to me more than filmmaking, specifically independent filmmaking. And the one big question I had is really the same as this question. How do I get the money? How do I find people that would be interested in investing in films? And here's, here's one thing I know. You know. I just spent some time at the American film market. I met quite a few filmmakers that were there looking for money. And interestingly enough, as they were looking for money, I quickly realized that these people might be in the wrong location. I'm a firm believer that unless you have all of those personal relationships and a track record, trying to find money within the industry is going to be one of the biggest challenges you're, you're going to face. And sometimes I think filmmakers just go straight into the industry hoping to find money um, just so they can prolong, you know, it's, it's some sort of fear of success or, or what have you. Um, but I think there's an easier way. And that easier way is to go into other networks and other industries and try to find some people that might be trying to diversify you know, their interest outside of their primary business. So what do I mean by that? Well, again, growing up in rural Pennsylvania, I didn't know anybody who had money, but I wanted to meet some people who had money. So one of the first things I did was I went into my network. I started asking my parents, my friends, my family, and different people, and I was like, hey, who do you know that's you know very successful in business? And, and a few names came to mind from my hometown. And one of them happened to be a car dealer. And this car dealer had you know dozens and dozens and dozens of billboards advertising. You know, I think he had like five or six different locations with different brands of cars. And I was like, you know what? I want to get in touch with that guy. So the next thing I did is I picked up the phone and I made a call to his place of business. And I got, I got his assistant and I left a message and I said, hey, my name is Jason Brubaker. Um, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm, I'd like to stop by. I got, I got some ideas and I'm, I'm looking for a little bit of advice. Do you think so-and-so would take a few minutes to meet with me later this week? Um, you know, and the response was favorable and it was like, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, he's not here right now, but I'll let you know, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you if, if there's any interest. Um, this thing that I just described is, is what's known in sales as a cold call, where you're calling somebody cold. These are how my recordings go. There's always like noise in the background. But uh, <laughs> let me get my train of thought back. So you're calling people cold and, and you're asking for a meeting, right? So that's called a cold call. And all I did here is, is you know, cold calling 101. I called somebody at their place of business. I asked their assistant for a meeting. I tried to present a little bit of value. 
Um, and sure enough, a few days later, I got a call back from this guy and he said, uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to meet with you, you know, later this week. And so what I did was I prepared a bit of my pitch. I kind of rehearsed exactly what I wanted to talk about, but because I didn't have like all the legal paperwork, you know, to ask for an investment, I didn't even have a business plan. But in this case, I wanted to just build a relationship. And to be frank, it was the first time I'd ever done something like this. So I really just wanted to see if I could get a meeting. And I was pretty surprised to get the meeting. So I went and I had the meeting and I was pretty well prepared in the sense that, you know, I knew kind of what I wanted to do in terms of the business I was trying to create. And, and I asked some key questions like, hey, you know, if, if, if I put together the proper uh, paperwork and came back, is, is it better if I just come to you or somebody like you for all the money or, or do you prefer kind of doing it in groups? And if you prefer doing it in kind of in groups, you know, do you, have, do you possibly know some other people I might be able to reach out to? Um, and that's called asking for a referral. Now, I want to be clear here. I'm not going to get into like all the mechanics of this stuff. Um, right now, I just want to focus on on how you can go about getting a meeting. Um, so let's go back. I want you to understand what I learned from that meeting is something that has stuck with me and has been proven to me time and time again. And that is this. People that have grown successful businesses that are, that are what's known as accredited investors. Uh, please look up that term, accredited investor. Look that up on the internet. But people that are in this, you know, in this world that have been that are uber successful in one industry, you know, it, it is very common for them to get pitches about other opportunities in other industries all the time. And I think that's the thing as an independent filmmaker you don't quite understand because you think, you know, in your world, your film is everything, right? But to these investors, you're going in there and you're pitching a different kind of opportunity. Five minutes later, somebody else is going to go in there and pitch them on life insurance. Five minutes after that, somebody else is going to go in there and pitch them on the next, you know, hey, would you like to invest in, a, in an apartment building or some other form of real estate? I mean, it's fairly common for people that are successful to diversify their holdings. So if you keep that in mind, that should make it a little bit easier for you when you make that call because, frankly, you're just trying to figure out some, some valuable ways that they can diversify their holdings and maybe fulfill a creative itch. You know, in truth, film and especially independent film is still one of the riskiest investments on earth and there's no need to sugarcoat that. Most people that know their way about around business, they're very well going to know that whatever you're presenting to them is probably, you know, maybe not going to be the most successful thing that they've ever invested in, but they might have some other reasons for investing. Um, so anyway, in terms of the tips, and, and I just gave you a pretty good case study in terms of how I was able to get a meeting. And P.S., that guy told me during the meeting that he was worth $65 million. And he kind of chuckled about it. He's like, what am I supposed to do with that? Buy an airplane? Um, <laughs> I could tell you a few things that you could do with that. Um, but with all of that in mind, I want you to focus on, first and foremost, getting that meeting. I just described how I did it. I was just very polite. It, it might be good if you want to write a script. Keep it short and simple. All you're trying to do when you when you call them and you get the assistant is just try to get a meeting. That's the only thing you're trying to sell. You're not trying to sell your whole entire project to the assistant. Um, he or she is just going to determine whether or not it makes sense for them to even pass the note along uh, to the decision maker. Um, if you go and have that meeting and it's a favorable meeting and, and you think that there's going to be a next step to it, 
I would strongly, strongly suggest that this is the time that you go, um, and as I mentioned at the beginning, speak to your legal, uh, your qualified legal professional. So find an attorney and, and figure out a way that you can have these types of meetings so that you're not breaking any security laws. And again, I'm not a lawyer or a qualified professional, so you should definitely talk to those people um, before you do anything above and beyond just getting a meeting and, and building a relationship. Um, I think I'm going to leave it at that. You know, I, I packed some things in. I gave you a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a goal. Um, well, I didn't actually state the goal, but your goal is this. This week, I want you to do exactly what I said. Uh, find through your friends and family. Ask around and say, "Hey, do you know who who might be kind of wealthy around here? Who do you know who's successful?" And and I I swear that if you do this, even in your small town, oddly enough, people always know who the successful people are. Next thing I want you to know is call that person's number at their place of business and make sure it's their place of business. Don't, don't do their home or anything like that. Call them at their place of business and say something along the lines of, hey, um, you know, my name's so-and-so. I'm an entrepreneur. I have a few ideas I'd like to run by you. Would you have some time to chat? Um, and then finally, you know, if there's interest in the meeting, then go out there, uh, talk to an attorney and, and start getting yourself uh, rolling. Now, there are attorneys that specialize in, uh, you know, they, they do some stuff for the arts. Um, so there may be some attorneys for the arts in, in your local area. Um, you may know some other people that might be able to help you, et cetera, et cetera. But make sure you talk to qualified legal professionals. Um, the other thing that comes up whenever we're talking about film funding is the idea of a business plan. Now, there's two things that are leave, leave behinds when you talk with investors. One is uh, a, it's, it's something called a private placement memorandum. That's the actual legal documents that they're going to sign when they give you a check so that everybody's in line with, you know, they know exactly what the risks and the potential for reward is and everything's transparent and honest, et cetera, et cetera. That's a legal document. So that's one thing, but that wouldn't come right away. Before you get to a private placement mem memorandum, uh, the thing that you might consider creating is a business plan. This is where you provide an overview of your film project and you talk about, you know, it's kind of similar to like the pros and cons of doing business with the film, but you kind of lean a little bit more towards the pros. It is a leave behind brochure that you might be able to share with your prospective investors. If you want to tinker around, um, my buddy Tom Malloy, who's raised over $25 million uh, from investors, has put together his own business plan template. And you can check that out at Movie Plan Pro. Uh, once again, MoviePlanPro.com. Uh, so MoviePlanPro.com. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, you still want to talk with an attorney. Uh, you want to get all your ducks in a row. You want to really make sure that you're doing everything on the up and up. Um, because, you know, this, this can potentially create some risks if you go about these meetings the wrong way. And, and I'm sorry I keep harping on that. You know, I've been, I've been accused of being a, uh, somewhat of a, a cautious uh, business professional when it comes to this kind of stuff. But I want to relay that to you. You know, I know you're first and foremost a filmmaker. So some of this businessy stuff might sound like gobbledygook. But again, you know, protect yourself. And again, know your project. Um, if you need to put together a business plan fast, uh, once again, visit movieplanpro.com. Anyway, my name is Jason Brubaker at Filmmaking Stuff. You can always email me, jason at filmmakingstuff.com. And as always, take action and make your movie now.